post Thanksgiving, I guess, listeners. Uh, Larry and Justin. Uh, American Thanksgiving, but you know, whatever. American American (laughs) Thanksgiving is correct. Uh, We are reviewing a patron force entry this week from our newest patron, Emily. We're going to hear from her a little bit later on. Um, But I guess I wanted to take a quick moment, and I know Justin will be okay with it, to let anybody who was affected by the tragedy at Club Q out in Colorado Springs over the weekend. Um, let know we're thinking about them. Um, it's just some pretty awful stuff. Uh, and it's the more it comes out about it, the more terrible it is. And I can't imagine going through that. Um, I know Justin has done a lot of really good work. Recently, he had an article interviewing someone in that community. Yes. And we, 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 we do try here to elevate them. And I don't think anybody who listens to us even has the thought that we are, you know, anything but. But, man, just a horrible tragedy. And our hearts go out to them. And I don't know. I just don't get it, man. It keeps happening. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I don't get it either. But, like, it's disgusting, really. Like, it's that someone would even do that. So it's not even words. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, then the only other kind of note I will give, uh, I'm editing this week and my wife will be appearing soon at some point from work and I'm sure my dogs will greet her vocally. So enjoy hearing all three of them. Uh, so kind of moving on to everything, Justin, uh, what's been new with you? It's been a very short time since we recorded, obviously, cause you were sick. Oh, wow. She's here right now. Uh, because you were sick, we kind of moved things around and we're doing this early yes. because of uh, family stuff. So what's been new with you? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Pokemon, which we'll get into, I'm sure. Uh, playing a lot of fucking Pokemon. We'll just get out of the way. All our, for our patrons, the campfire discussion will be mine and Justin's Pokemon journeys thus far. So Yes. Um, and I, I will... Patreon uh, content. I, I am going to be reviewing that for Forever Classic as well. Cool. So I'm sure this is not the and well, knowing how that game is, I'm sure this is not the last time we're going to be talking about Pokemon. Um, nope. <laughs> but, but other than that, um, I kind of dove back into Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, the first one, because I realized that the second one comes out in eight days and Callisto Protocol days as of recording this uh when this episode comes out it'll be like three days and two three and two days i believe respectively i don't have a calendar in front of me Make but sure yeah you get the so... last door done you got four hours of that <sighs> Fuck, game man. yeah well that's my uh that's gonna be my my weekend plans because I, I don't know like i i I haven't heard of any. I haven't heard anything from either uh, Saints and Sinners two or Callisto Protocol. So who knows? I might just be waiting to play them on release, which I'm okay with because I yeah. can't wait to play those games. I'm just like so excited. Um, other than that, I watched. After the last the... door, if you want, I found a non-spoiler, non-descriptive guide. Oh no, I'm okay. It's like four hours. That's that's okay. like I'll get I'll get that knocked out. The point and click adventure makes me a little bit nervous because that's not my kind of game. So I'm curious. It's also it's not my kind of game, so it should be interesting. <laughs> Whatever you love, you love Oberdin. Yeah, that's not point that's click. Not point and click. That's like oh, that's the most point and click thing I've played. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, other than that, I watched The Witch or the the mm-hmm. the Witch or however you want to say it. it <laughs> by the way, it was made looking up this movie very hard because some people spell it with two E's. Uh, because of yeah. the, like the stylization of it and some people spell it with a W mm-hmm. so, um, other than that I've been continuing my read of the latest John Dies at the End novel I've got about 7 cool. hours left of that uh, kind of slow rolling that one a little bit uh, I don't know I just haven't really been listening to a lot lately and uh, I think it's gotta be it right yeah I didn't really do much because I mean it's only been like three days since we recorded four days yeah three three solid days yeah yeah so i friday night to tuesday night so yeah (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i I haven't really done much honestly um yeah i don't know uh what about you there um i watched a little bit more one piece i'm like episode 40 i think i had to get episode 60 to pay off my debt to steven are you gonna stop at 60 yes 
<laughs> oh wow okay interesting yes it, it is fine i don't have a thousand episode show in me i want to watch Andor. the new gossip girl comes out next week like there, there's other stuff i want to do i a thousand episodes is a ginormous burden yeah that's fair oh um movies b- before i forget go ahead go ahead um yeah, i uh if you're listening to this it's already been out for like a week um but go check out my interview i did with uh alok for their like the the sims commercial that came out uh yes um it's honestly it's like it's like two and a half minutes and it's some of the most like fantastic amazing it's um i'm sorry i'm uh i'm i can't remember the name but it's uh resilient pop star sang a song in simlish like sim language and they like kind of Mm -hmm. made a commercial around like creativity in the community and stuff and uh, Alok is in that, and that's who I sat down to talk with. Anyways, uh, you can go read that at pride.com. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, Sorry. I was surprised. I didn't know you were doing that, so it was, it was cool when you posted that. Oh, I was just going to say, I did that I I did that interview, and then I had another interview for an hour later, and I was like, nope, I had to cancel that other interview because the flu hit me hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Anyway, sorry. You're good, you're good. So movies, I wouldn't install the menu. Yes, we talked a little bit about that when we were trading Pokemon. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was very I don't want to spoil anything. Um I just I wanna say like so many movies now are like remakes or like the Marvel like cookie. The, 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 yeah, the Marvel machine. Yeah, exa- yes, exactly. There's nothing wrong with them, but like this movie was just so not what i was expecting and different and funny and dark it was just a lot of fun and i i think people will really like it if they give if they go see it um i watched the next studio ghibli movie pompoko which is about raccoons being pushed out of their habitats by humans um there is a lot of talk about ball sacks raccoon ball sacks do you see it raccoon is... ball sacks sorry i'm also just looking oh, up to yes. see if uh the, the menu is streaming anywhere sorry <laughs> yeah you're good uh yes you do um it actually plays a heavy role and i looked into it and apparently it's a big part of like the raccoon dog folklore um that plays into it and then also like i don't think this is a spoiler but one of the elder raccoons turns his ball sack into a ship that a bunch of other raccoons board to go what to the their raccoon heaven. Justin, it was weird, dude. It, it it's long. It's like two hours of like weirdness, like I capital know. W weirdness. <laughs> yeah, see, she's <laughs> roaming. And then obviously I saw the witch. Uh, yeah. The game. The only thing I play is Pokemon Violet. I need to go back and finish Final Fantasy V, but it's just been Violet. So are you ready for three weeks? In three weeks, huh. uh, um, what the fuck, whatever, Final Fantasy VII Reunion remake, whatever the hell comes out in three weeks. Yeah, I'm not getting into it in time. Dude. Hopefully when I get to it, there, there won't be any spoilers, and hopefully I'll get on a sale then. <laughs> so, like I was saying, Carnivorous Carnival, newest one, in, not the newest one, but the latest one in the series of unfortunate events. Still yeah. uh, Tim Curry narrating. Just absolutely wonderful. And then... I started the last Harry Potter book, Deathly Hallows, uh, and I'm reading My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones. He's the same author who wrote The Only Good Indians. I'm about like halfway through that. My thoughts on Stephen Graham Jones are kind of mixed, and I want to finish this book before I do it, but like his stories are really interesting and good and like page-turny and like scary at times. But there's something about his writing style that just does not click for me. Uh, I mean, that happens, right? Like, what are you gonna it's do? It's just weird. It's like, yeah, it, it, and it's and it's rough because like I really enjoy it. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. But like I said, it's been a short it's been a short week. So that's all I really have, man. I'm sure next time we re- re- we record, there'll be like a bunch because we got to. Well, who are we getting? It's gonna be fucking Pokemon. So, <laughs> well, yeah, well, we'll have, we'll have to have the last door done. And I gotta and, stop. Yeah. yeah, maybe not games, but definitely everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, but that's all we have. So I think it's time to sit back, head back to uh, Puritan America, 
Some might say we're still in Puritan America. <laughs> oh, and boy. I'll talk the witch. selections we like to see and ask them why they chose the media they chose so we have an email here from emily and she says hi friends i chose the witch because i've never seen it before and i need an excuse to watch it for your episode that's all thanks for indulging me love em uh and justin and i were both in agreement like we're really excited our blair our witch season turned into a Blair Witch mini season. Oh my god! Yeah. When we did it, <laughs> so we kind of skipped over it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really, really excited to discuss this. Well, and, and uh, even um, Ben Rock had mentioned that the witch was kind of the direction that they wanted to take the sequel for the Blair Witch. Yes, yeah, that's right. Which was yep. Anyways, sorry. I'll stop interrupting you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. This is the best part about. It. Like I said, I. I I, I literally just watched this movie because Justin was able to record earlier. And we're recording earlier in the week. So, like, my normal routine. Again, <laughs> routines get messed up. And, like, I'm not somebody who does well when routines don't, like, get followed. So, I'm Oh, adjusting. dude, wait, wait, wait until you have kids. I, routine oof, is not. I, I hope they're as anal retentive as me, man. That's, I just hope they are. If you guys can see mine and Justin's Google Drive for the show, like I have lists and I have dates and I have like I hours will, attached to. I things. will scare you one day and show you my Google Drive. It's just a fucking mess of everything. Dude, Devin's email gives me actual anxiety. Like sometimes I'll see it and like I have like I never have an unread email. Like I I read it, I'll delete it, I'll store it, I'll file it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> enough of Larry's mental problems. The Witch is a 2015 full core film written and directed by Robert Eagers in his feature directorial debut. He also directed The Lighthouse and The Northmen, and his next film is Nosferatu. Right. I still haven't seen The Northmen. I love it. Dude, it's it's a blast. It's not a horror film like, by, by any stretch. It's just yeah. like a like an epic fantasy, and it is a blast. The final mm-hmm. sequence is amazing. Um it stars Anna Taylor Joy in her first film appearance, along with Ralph Innocent and Katie Dickey. Uh, Joy is one of my favorite actresses, and I actually didn't realize this was her first movie. Um, I mentioned I saw The Menu. She is yeah. the star in that, opposite Ralph Fiennes. Other major roles of her is The Northman, Split, Glass, um, the Jane Austen adaptation Emma. I literally went to the theaters and saw her just because just saw that movie just because she was in it. Um, <laughs> not a big Jane Austen guy, but okay, it was fine. Uh, Last Night in Soho, and she is voicing Princess Peach in the upcoming Mario movie. Wow. She's done a lot. I, I, I haven't just seen... like her, so... Yeah, that's true. I can see it. Yeah. Uh, Innocent played Dagmar Clefjaw in Game of Thrones, Amicus Caro in the Harry Potter films, and Nikolai... I'm not... I can't... I'm going to butcher this Russian. Tarkanov in the HBO series Chernobyl. Uh, Katie Dickey played Lady Iron in Game of Thrones, and she was also in The Last Jedi and Prometheus. The film premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in 2015 to rave reviews before it had a wide release to theaters in 2016. Shot on a budget of $4 million, it grossed over $40 million. And similar to the last episode, I actually provided some trivia. There's a lot less because this is a much newer film. Yeah. Um... But I still found these things cool. The film was shot in only 25 days. A hare appears frequently in the film. In colonial New England, hares were considered magical creatures in their own right. They were often associated with witches, either as a milk hare, which stole or spoiled milk from the farm animals, or the witch themselves, who were thought able to turn into a hare in order to spy on and influence people. The film was shot in the now rare 1.66 to 1 aspect ratio. Cinematographer Yaron Blaschke said of the reasons. 
Well, it's more timeless. It's a shape that goes back further into our history. I mean, you don't really see a lot that's 1.85 to 1 before, you know, the 1950s. That's a shape that you didn't see in the arts until very recently. That timeless quality was attractive. Also, it was just going by my gut. It just felt right. It also had benefits of being able to make a house a little more claustrophobic and also more height of the trees looming over the characters, and you could still have the whole family in the shot so it worked out. For the respective nude scenes, I found this interesting, Anna Taylor-Joy and Harvey Scrimshaw wore tightly fitting underwear, which was then digitally removed by visual effects artists. So there was no actual nudity in the movie. Even like all the naked ladies at the end dancing. I think they were probably. I think they. I think they were probably naked, but the children. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I was going to do a six-second summary, but Justin and I both agreed that it's probably easier to not because this is very simple. Um, a very religious family is exiled from their community for reasons we don't know, and the family starts getting taken one by one by what they believe to be a witch of the woods and crazier and crazier things start happening and the family dynamic continues to break down until finally only thomason remains their family goat black philip turns into the devil asks her to sign her name and takes her into the woods where she levitates and joins a coven and is part of a family that she felt like she never had before so yeah she gets to live deliciously mm-hmm live deliciously so with that justin let's talk plot i think two big things for me about the plot of this film first it's simple yes second there is a lot of ambiguity which allows you to watch a very simple plot wise movie multiple times and take things over and in different directions. Like when I was watching this, something that Eagers was saying is he put in elements that could easily lead someone to feel like maybe there isn't supernatural stuff going on. Like keep you guessing until the end. Similar, honestly, to The Omen last week. Yeah. I think it's less successful than that. Yeah, I think you did a much better job. Yes, I would agree with that, yes. Um, um I will say kind of Oh, sorry. Yeah, please. No? Okay, go, go, I was go, just, go 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 go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to say kind of like to that simplistic style of plot, like it also it, I find that if, you know, we're kind of given like that basic setup of we don't know why they were exiled or anything, it, it definitely mm-hmm. like it l- it lends itself better to a story like this where it's like okay there's not we are focused we are like super focused in on like this one family and their dynamic we don't know anything about like anything else in the world really except for obviously like the woods and stuff um but it, it also makes it so when something happens we're kind of like drawn to it and we start trying to draw our own conclusions to why it's happening and i don't know i, and I enjoy think- it I could not agree with you more, and I think that's why the film is kind of subtitled as a New England folktale, right? Like, when you think about campfire stories, and you think about those different kind of, like, stories get passed down through the ages, right? Things get added to it, things get taken away from it, but there's always, like, interpretation from the listener or the reader or the viewer, right? Yeah. And I think that I'll... I think that a lot of people could watch this movie and take different things from it, right? Was the father too religious? Probably, right? Was he being prideful? Which is definitely what happened. Like, yeah. I think the father was being really prideful. That's why he was kicked out. I mean, he even admits to that a little bit at the end. Yeah. And, like, he trapped his family. Um, did his wife have something to do with it? Because she was obviously incredibly religious and forced that on there. Were the twins evil? Like were, or were oh, they witchy in their own right? Absolutely. Look at those creepy kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, and that's why I think it's a lot of fun. I, 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 and I, I think that it's actually... I had no intention of this, but I'm happy it happened. I think this and The Omen actually sit well with each other because it's like similar stories, right? Of bad things are happening 
do we blame the child? And in The Omen, we had Gregory Peck, who refused to until literally he was he had no other option. Yes. And then we have this family who was so ready to blame oh, the, the ill will, the bad, yeah. Yeah, like they were blaming, uh, oh my god, I can never remember her. Thomason? Thomason. Thomason. They were blaming mm-hmm. her basically from the get-go, right? Like the second. Yeah. I mean, the mom was clearly, they mentioned it, the mom clearly hated her. Like there's no, no doubt yeah. about that, but like. And blamed her for the wolf, which we know was the witch who came and took the baby. Oh yeah, like and... it, it's. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is. You're right. It is a very good like counterpart. They counterpart each other like very well, which is totally also crazy unintended. Because, so yeah. I can't take any credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I, I I don't know. And like I, again, like I I do like it. I enjoy how we get a complete story, and how this is probably the third or fourth time I've watched it. You, you definitely think I kind of pick up on different things. Yeah. Um. But no, I, I I I think it's good. I I I don't know if I would say it's great. Um, especially coming off of the Omen, right? I think like we well, well again, kind of the Omen until how scary. Yeah, the the Omen is. I mean, it's a cult classic, right? I mean, it's it's yeah, it's held in high regard for that. a reason, right? Like yeah. But no, I I would agree. I I think this is like a good movie. I would kind of teeter on great, but I wouldn't say it's like, you know, like oh my god, this is outstanding. But yeah, and I, I think the hard part for me too is like having seen the lighthouse, having seen the Northmen, like I know that what Eagers provides gets better as yes. it goes on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and so I, I don't know. It's kind of hard for me, but this is all subjective anyway. So I gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. Okay. Cinematography. Um, when I was looking into it, they they only used period used lights or whatever. Yes, yes. Which and... don't get me wrong, I appreciate it, but oh, did it make this movie dark <laughs> at that times? See, so so that I was thinking that, but also I was comparing that to what we talked about. I think on this show in House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones, how there were certain episodes that tried to do that. Yes. But I don't know if they were actually using artificial light or they're trying to simulate using artificial light and they were so dark. In this one, I feel like that the darkness amplified the claustrophobia. It like I think having Black Philip like kind of hidden in the shadows helped with what was going on. Yeah. The trees and the darkness there. I I'm of like two minds about it because it I think they also did something similar in the lighthouse that was shot in black and white so it was a little bit easier to tell what was going on yeah and like i don't love it but i also think i've seen this done worse and i think it was done probably as well as you can i'm just not a fan of no it. I, I i agree i i think it was like well very well done here i just i'm kind of with you i'm not a huge fan of like this because yes i i understand that it you know it needs to be dark to get across get its point across and have that like build up of fear and everything especially when you look at the brother and when he's going into the woods yes. to meet the witch my issue is like yes i agree i understand that needs to be dark and i need i know it like we they want us to only see the like fallen over willow tree or whatever it is um, yes but i personally would like it to be like just a li- i would like to like not think that like oh maybe my dark brightness has just turned down all the way down on my tv like i need to yeah have i need to be able to like did you see this in theaters <sighs> yes i did did you have the same issue in theaters uh i don't remember it was i mean it was because i don't think i did i don't i mean i must if, like, not filmmakers are well so i i think maybe the i mean it's obviously it's hard to say this is six years ago seven years ago um yeah right 2016 five five years ago um no shit six, six years, years ago yeah um <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that, that, that's the little dilemma i just had in my mind um yeah. um i don't think i had this issue which obviously but like 
I don't know. It's I don't know if that makes it worse because like this isn't going to be in theaters forever, right? Like this is eventually going to be seen on smaller screens. So the to me, that makes it people worse. People who watch these movies are going to be watching it from home. Yes, which you have to and like. That's where you, I'm at with it. Like obviously, you have to plan. You know, you want everybody to go see it in theaters. Of course you do, but you also have to mm-hmm. plan for that majority of people who are going to wait until it's yeah. on at that point DVD or whatever right like and that's like my play. biggest problem with like movie makers and like some of the ones I love the most like Tarantino and Scorsese like they say they make their movies be seen in theaters and I love going to the theater but I also don't have kids and I also am privileged enough to have like a spendable income where I can go and see these things in theaters and I, I, I wish that there was a some way that they could have find a happy medium because like I have a very nice TV like, yeah, I did too. I oh, well, not where I watched issues. it, but yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I shouldn't have these issues when trying to see it. And don't get me wrong, again, it is not nearly as bad as Battle of Winterfell or the oh, episode yeah. of House of the Dragon this season. It's just not. And with the darkness shit to me, man, it just gets old. It gets old. And I, I, I'm well, not especially a fan like, of it. I, so I'm not sure if this was the case for you. Okay. Um, because I'm not sure. I don't remember the the, the theater like viewing the, the theater viewing of this, but the third first like forty seconds is just nothing but the black screen. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. No, you're right. And then it, well, obviously, like then we get the the father in the the church, and then it's yep. like next time it's night. I literally like I couldn't see it, which is yeah, an issue. I, like in the yeah, in the theaters, I don't remember that issue. But like watching it now and having seen it a couple times at home, it's a problem. But even with that, I, I mentioned the aspect ratio. I think that was really smart because it does make those trees oh, seem like they're almost leaning over the their homestead. Oh yeah, it's very like they. It makes the trees like very imposing, and it, it does make yeah. like the claustrophobia feel real, um, especially when and like I think that was really cool. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, and and I agree. Like yes, the darkness. I don't think it's like bad, but it's just like I'm kind of it's I'm not over it. I'm I'm over it, yeah. and I don't want to have to deal with that anymore. Like, I, I agree, I yeah. agree. I gave it an eight. I think there's a lot of good here. It's just I'm just done with it. There's one scene. I, well, no, you know what? We'll talk because it's okay. gonna come up in house. No, it'll it'll come up in house guard. Trust okay. me. <laughs> uh, I, I gave okay. it an eight as well. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, audio, I think, is probably the strongest section for me. Yeah, I would agree. Like the the booming like music we get whenever we see the woods, actually like chills me to my core. Even like yes. watching it on a TV, not in a theater. Like I don't know, there's something like unnerving about that sound. It reverberates weirdly in your chest. Yes, and it, and it works. It makes you feel like as the viewer, you are also scared for these people to go into the woods. I thought every single actor in this movie was great. From the oldest to the youngest. Yeah, I agree. Even like it's, I wasn't sure how I would feel about those kids again, just because, I mean, yeah, not not Thomas they and are the brother, but but that's the, the point twins. of them, right? Like that is like their yep. point. That's their whole thing. It's not like the new Pet Cemetery, which wow, this is the first time I've thought about that movie since I saw it in theaters. Which is <sighs> what a review that was, my friend. <laughs> but like that kid, I don't remember being good at all. Right, like he was just yep. kind of like, eh, he's there, but and like, he could be so much better. And whereas here is like, yes, these kids were annoying, but that is like the main, their main by design. Yeah, it's by design that they are like that. And I, I was just really blown away that this was Anna Taylor Joy's first performance. Yeah, I honestly thought she'd already been in a couple of things by the time she was in this because it was really good. It was just, it was amazing. Yeah. Like the the what she has to go through and the different emotions and just like the journey we go on with her character. Because I think if we similar to Gregory Peck, right? She's the person who's kind of anchoring us to reality. Yes. Where everybody else has like the religious fervor or all the crazy stuff going on. She's like our anchor to the real world. Yeah. And I think that any similar to Gregory Peck, any less of performance wouldn't have got it. And to get one from an an actress who is new <laughs> fresh to the scene like, and so yeah. young. It's remarkable. So no, I gave it a ten. I thought that this was 
the like I said, it's the best part of the movie. I also gave it a ten. I mean, like I, as soon as we get that first shot of the woods and like that booming, like monstrosity, oh. I, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this this is a ten, easy ten for the audience, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How scary? Why don't you tell me about the scene and where you're feeling on this one? Oh, the brother. And, like, having to break his jaw to get the apple out of his mouth. The apple out. Yeah. Like, that... Just the one bite out of it. Yeah. That scene is, like... To me, that is, like, the scene of this movie. That is, like, the scariest scene in this movie. Because, I yeah, like, the whole... Well, I don't know. There's a... The witch in the woods before that, to him, is actually really freaky. That is the scariest yeah scene in the movie. yeah <laughs> well and, and it's like walking out there and she's there and she like kisses him and then her like gnarled hand comes yeah well and it's like her slow reveal too right like her yeah where we don't really like see her it's like pitch mm-hmm. to blackness which again is a whole like i'm frustrated with but uh, it's moments like that that i appreciate it um but yeah the the brother with the apple and like that whole scene because that's also when like the twins start talking in like snakes and like snake tongue or whatever yep that's right that's right and like that's kind of like the big like crux of the 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 movie where like all this shit is kind of like coming together and clashing and but but i think it like maintains this like level of anxiety like i was so i've seen this movie a bunch but i'm still anxious watching that scene for that moment where the sun starts choking and they're like okay we like break his jaw so they break his jaw to get this apple out and then he's like damn and he dies basically yep. and oh man so outside of the witch in the woods scene and the scene you just described I think the thing about this movie that always like disturbs me and like scares me or however you want to phrase it is I think especially as kids we turn to our parents for like emotional support strength or emotional support, guidance, clarity in a very yes. unclear world, especially as kids, right? And it's just so evident that the parents, even before anything crazy starts happening, like the situation that they find themselves in as outcasts, that they're already in it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. They're already Absolutely. SOL. Like it's all it's already a very bad situation. And just to like it's like very polar opposite to the yeoman where gregory peck is like holding his family together the best he can because he's like staying grounded but here the person staying grounded is is thomason and the dad's religious zealot the mom blames her for the kids and like all the other stuff and the brothers are dying the twins are like going crazy and it's just to not have the family unit that like it's just so entrenched to like what we're supposed to have faith in and believe in and trust in have yeah. that just be evaporated man there's just something about that and like feeling like you're the only sane person left from the get-go basically well not the get-go because she did kind of confide in her brother a lot but when he when that happens with him it's like that's it she's for the moment the witch took him yeah she knows yep. she knew that was it Thompson. yeah all right i gave it a seven justin how about you i gave it a seven and a half Okay. Let's review our scores. For plot, I gave it a nine, and so did you. For cinematography, I gave it eight, and so did you. For for audio, we both gave it tens, and for how scary, I gave it a seven. You gave it a seven and a half. That gives it a here's Johnny final score of an eighty-six. Oh wow! It is tied with Alien Isolation. Really. Mm-hmm. Huh. The films below it have a lot, but it includes The Faculty, The Omen, The Perfection, Revenge, and Us. And above it, Psycho Gorman, Halloween 2018, and Ex Machina. I think that's a good, like, good spot for it. Yeah, I, I think that's very a very good spot. I want to once again thank Emily for forcing this upon us for never having seen it and going based on either hearsay or trailers or whatever it might be you 
pick a solid one. Hopefully, Ginger can learn. <clears throat> I, I am also very interested, Emily. I I want to. <laughs> I want. To, sorry, I keep dropping shit. Um, um, Emily, <laughs> I want to know what you thought of this movie with as a first. Absolutely. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Send us an email in after you watch it. That if you were waiting for this review to come out. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna play a quick commercial from a member podcast of Kaleidoscope Media Network, and then head on in to the closing. Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. Hey, yes. Next week, we have another video game. It isn't um, going to be Fatal Frame 2 because we have a lot of stuff we need to take care of. Oh, uh, boy. It's I the last stop. door. I still don't like this. I keep, man, this holiday season. We can keep moving movies up and keep dropping games back. I just think Fatal Frame is 10 hours, so I just need two weeks' notice. Okay. Okay. Um, but no, that is done. Uh, next week is The Last Door. It's actually one that I picked out because I was like helping Justin. He was like, asking me my thoughts on it, but he already has a really solid list. And I saw it was on Steam. I saw it was super short and i saw that it had a lot of good reviews so i'm excited and it's definitely like justin and i are talking about something way outside of our wheelhouse so it's gonna be a yes. much different kind of thing yeah but we it's gonna tension and that was one of the my most favorite games we played on this podcast that's yeah the tension yeah i still want to i still want to watch like the, the show that came in that is apparently a sequel by the way so you said yeah yeah which while and i do want to play that that <laughs> studio's next game as well but i don't know if you can get it it's still it might still be pulled off shelves Anyways, i think it's still pulled off because of yeah. yeah but that's next week uh and then if you're playing along with us after that will be children of the corn the original movie come walk between the rows with us justin any last thoughts before we get out of here and head to the campfire talk some pokemon no i want to talk about pokemon <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Hopefully you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week. But until then, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at PickleThing, and you can email the show at Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We aren't looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.
already have all three starters. You can get all three of them? Uh, my friend has already beaten the game because he's a degenerate and he took off a week of work. Oh my um, god. He traded me. Last night he traded me them. Um, if you find a ditto, or if I find I a ditto. I haven't found one yet. I know where one is. If you find, if I find one, please let me. Uh, yeah, for br- sure. Breed those starters. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have the water was my was my starter. Sorry, I had my all evolved up, and then I have Fue Coco in second stage and Sprigarito at second stage, and they're like five or six levels away from what level final is form. what level is final form thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah. Okay. So I, yep. I just have the fire guy, the bubble bobble guy, uh, the crocodile, whatever his name is. I, I don't seen like what it looks like yet, so I'm excited. I don't like his second form. I think it looks pretty stupid. Um, it looks weird. It definitely looks weird. It's the weirdest of all of them. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, but um, he's at thirty two or thirty three. So oh, so levels. you're close to final. Yeah. See, because like I okay. I've done a lot of it's it's weird. Um, so this is like the first Pokemon game that I'm like really getting into again for like okay because I, I played Sword and Shield but I was like man Sword and Shield sucked it sucked yeah it sucked okay it's, it's yes so I, I didn't want to say that while you with you here yes sucked. they they were fucking horrible um, and and after Sword and Shield I was like uh, maybe I'm just like done with because Sword and Shield was the first one I'd played in like years and years and years and years yep. And so I was like, okay, maybe I'm just like, I'm done. And then I saw trailers and read reviews, and I was like, okay, fuck, no, I gotta play this game. Uh, man, goddamn, this game is so much fun. Um, so I, I, I haven't been really like doing the thing of like grinding out levels or anything. Uh, so I've just been like, I got my Pokemon. I look to see what the next type in the gym is. I go get like two Pokemon that are strong against it level them up a little bit by doing like the raid battles and then i just like go to that next one i'm not really like i i had to give up on catching everybody because i don't have time for that (laughs) unfortunately so i'm I'm curious how many pokemon do you have do you know i have caught 120 some 130 some okay i think i'm at like 70 something basically if i see it and i haven't caught it i'm catching it Although I did look up the exact number because apparently for the first couple days there was like a lot of like misinformation about the decks. There is four hundred. Okay. Yeah, and I've also found out that New King is once again not in it. Really, I I know they're bringing home, uh, like functionality in twenty twenty three, which I guess is really only like a couple we'll months. We'll see. Yeah. We'll um, see. Hopefully, I'm having that. fun. I I miss. I I wish I could have my New King walking along beside well, me, but. So my i have like three pokemon that i love and it's uh gengar which thank you for helping me get gengar of course i didn't have the badge when you sent him back to me though so he actually i had to go get a badge so he would start listening to me again (laughs) which is like fuck anyways um (laughs) uh alakazam but he's also not in this game and uh uh dragonair who is also not in this game dragonite's not in this game no, I don't. I don't think so. I looked it up, and I saw that Dragon uh, Dragonite wasn't. But again, that was the same day that I was like, "Oh, it says there's like 800 Pokemon." Dragonite. Uh, no, it's in there. Really? Yep. Um, I, here, you keep talking. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where it's at. Oh, I'm no. They can they can listen to it because I'm also okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dragonite's a fan favorite. It turns out there are a few ways to obtain one. You can hunt down Dratinis and Dragonairs. Open Sky Titan or Bedir. I you have you to get an electric Terra type Dragonair, or you can take on a level seventy five Steel Dragonite. Holy fuck shit. that! No, give me the Dragonair or Dratini. Well, I'll do that, but not yet, my dude. Gain like, access my... to areas where. Well, I'll be definitely... So, I am a fairy-type trainer. It is my okay. favorite typing. I think it's really cool. Um, oh, my gosh. What is my team? Give me... So, I have my, my, my starter, which is Quack Quack. I have my, I have my Switch right here. Because oh. I was playing Actually, before. That's a good point. I'll also grab my Switch real quick, too. I think it's just okay. way easier. 
Dustin, how many badges do you have? Um, hold on, sorry. Um, ah, sorry, I'm pressing okay, the wrong button. So I, I don't know how to check my, badges and stuff. My team, as of right now, is Quaquavel, which is the final form of the water type. I have Doshboon, which is a fairy type dog Pokemon. Have you seen it? No. Oh wait, Dashdoon? No. Yes, the it's Danish looking one. Donut. Yes, I it's have a that. Donut. I, actually, uh, whereas I just took him out of my party. Uh, and then I also have the final form of Tinka something, but it's called Tinkaton. It's Steel Fairy type. Oh, I've been looking for one of those because I saw somebody in a raid had one. Yes. Um, I have been told that there are Gardevoir available in the game. So I'm definitely going to get my Gardevoir because she's one of my favorites. What's a Gardevoir? Um, so she's from Gen 3. She evolves from Ralts. Uh, she has like a... She's tall. She's like she's fairy psychic dual type. Okay. Um, um, and then I'm going to have a Mimikyu as well. I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> you know what Mim Mimikyu is? No. Um, so it's a Pokemon that I'm ready to share you something. It's a Pokemon that uh, just give me an image. It looks like Pikachu, Justin. Okay. okay? But there's like a little ghost on the inside. Let me copy the okay. address. So here, here. This is while well, uh, you're doing that. This is my team. Um, sorry, I don't know how to. Uh, I have. Sorry, was that? Did you say six Pokemon already? No, I think I only said five. Okay. Well, what's your what's your last one? Oh, I I've I'm seen that Pokemon. Them. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, dude, I fucking love it. So I'm using Croca Crocolore, which is the second the form. The final form of the fire. The second form. Okay, okay. Uh, Gengar. I just picked up an Eevee last night, or whenever I messaged okay. you. So I'm going to level yep. that up a little bit, and then I want to breed it like seven or eight times so I can get each one. That'll probably, my, my, my six will probably be Sylveon. Yeah. Okay, well, let me find it. I'm gonna my plan tomorrow, maybe tonight. I don't know. Is we'll to see breed. if I get it. Is to go find a ditto. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a Gyarados just because I was like, oh fuck, I came across a Magikarp, and then I have a Snow Runt. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Impidimp. Literally, yep, I just I, saw, I just yeah. caught one, so I was like, ah, cool. This sure whatever. It, it, its evolution <laughs> is super cool too. Interesting. Okay, and I'm trying to find how I find out my stuff. Because I, I can tell you my stuff. I beat one Titan because I ran into it because it was crawling over a wall, and I was like, "What the oh, fuck the, cr is the that? crab looking thing?" Yeah. Yes. And then I have beaten two star bases, and I'm on my third. But I beat the trainer outside, but he was ten levels higher than me. So Holy I have to go grind. <laughs> uh, I have six badges in total i have uh two titans one okay. star and then three gyms i just beat my last gym like right before we started recording um so i think we both agree that it is incredibly open world this game yes. is shockingly yes. open world yes absolutely it is i will say i've heard that there is a block from stopping you to go do like the the hardest like obviously like yeah, end game stuff. The you creator. have to, you have to meet like certain uh, uh, requisites. I'm sure that'll be uh, glitched around soon. Because yep, holy shit! If there's one thing we need to talk about this game, <laughs> is the issues. And I think that's what I want to talk about with you, Justin. Okay. Um, Arceus, when it came out, I was very clear that it blew me away. It was mm -hmm. the Pokemon game I have been waiting for. It was amazing. This game feels like Arceus. It feels like they tried to take a step further than what was done in Arceus. Yes, I agree. But it feels like by doing that, they sacrificed graphics and they sacrificed performance. <laughs> performance, 
But I want to ask you, I want to be very honest, has it ruined your gameplay experience yet? Uh, mm, yes and no. Okay. Uh, yes, because yesterday was the first time this happened. The game crashed on me four times yesterday. Really? Yes. It's a, it hasn't crashed since, and it hasn't crashed before. But after the fourth time, I was so frustrated, and I looked it up. Oh my gosh, for sure. People, there are some people who can't even get out of the starting place because it's crashed 12 times, 13 times, 10 times. Like, wow. apparently crashing is... Yes, and I... Good thing it has a very constant autosave function. Yes, especially if you're online. Um, yeah. I will say... Uh, so that yesterday, absolutely, like I was playing it and I just got fucking fed up. I was like, no, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, that hasn't happened to me. I'm very, I'm very sorry to hear that. Um, other than that, I think it's like <laughs> funnier than anything. Uh, like it's just like, oh, no, I can just, see that. I can just see through the floor now. <laughs> like, and that's oh, my camera stuck like, Yesterday, in the wall. I was, I, I caught there was this dragon ghost type that was floating around. I saw it. It was like over the side of a bridge, but I locked onto it and threw my my Pokemon to go attack it, and I was able to engage it in a battle. But my duck was floating in midair, so the duck was like in the animation of falling. But I was battling this thing <laughs> to catch it, and it was just like it reminded me a lot. I was telling Devin, it reminds me a lot of like Fallout and Skyrim, where like the glitchy environmental stuff is almost like part of the experience. The, the game crashing is unacceptable and I'm not even going to attempt to defend that yes but I do think I don't understand I, you are my game guy I come to you okay whenever I have questions I, I hope you're gonna ask me what I think you're gonna ask me so go for it is it the switch thank itself you itself as a console or is it the game? In my Don't. mind, it in my mind, it is Game Freak and the Pokemon Company. I have really. Seen... And what makes you think that way? So, if you look earlier this year, Xenoblade Chronicles Three is like this huge, massive JRPG. Yeah, it looked a million times better. It was way more open than Pokemon. It had like a wild amount of things going on at on screen at the same time. Battles were all like live happening and stuff, and it ran perfectly fine yeah because this game sometimes i'll see people in the background like twitch twitch and then like, yes. jump 50 feet oh dude <laughs> if you look at if you pay attention to any of the background animations if they are five feet away from your character it's like stop motion almost it's ridiculous in the classroom sometimes kids will pop oh. into their seats well and then when the kids are moving rotates. it's like it's not like robots motions. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i i think it so I, I was telling you before we started recording, I heard a really interesting thought on the whole yes. on the whole process. It is because yes. if they delay this game, so first think that this is the third Pokemon game that we've gotten in the last year. Arceus, Shining, Diamond, Brilliant, whatever. Oh, Brilliant Pearl, yeah. And then this. Yeah. Apparently that apparently that game company. We are feasting. Well, so apparently that game, uh, Game Freak, is not a large company. Like, there's no, not a not. lot of people. I watched a YouTube documentary about it. There's like a hundred and something. It's like part of a triumvirate. Yes. Yeah. There's Game Freak. There's Nintendo, and then there's a the Pokemon company. So, so like Nintendo only owns like a very small portion of the Pokemon company. Like a very very small portion. So they don't have as much say as the Pokemon company does. And if you think so, I want I want you to think about this. Okay. So Pokemon is not only the games. It is the anime, it's the you know, it's the, the movies and the card games. So if you delay a new game, does that mean they have to delay Gen 9 cards? Yes. Does that mean they have to de delay the season, which apparently they actually put out an apology letter for how bad the animation's been for this latest season? Because there's, like, no animators. Like, nobody wants to work. It's crazy so, to me, because, like, I, why don't we, why, I don't know a single, po like, a person who truly loves it, and I consider myself someone who is in a community of people who are, like, true lovers of Pokemon, like, yeah, yeah. even though I don't play the TPC anymore, the trading card game, like, 
I I miss it, and I still watch YouTube videos about it, and like look at the yeah. cards, and I hope when I have kids, I get back into it, and like I watch the movies and everything. Like, like I truly love it. Like if I was told by someone that we needed two years, two more years on top of this, right, to to perfect it, like I wouldn't say no, and I and I don't. But but that's the thing is because so like I agree with you because like if you the another reason why I don't think it's Nintendo's fault, like I, I'm sure they are partially to blame but like not like out of the 100% blame I would say maybe 10% is that is that because if you look okay. at Zelda and Mario they would never release a Mario game or a Zelda game that ran like this and look not like a mainline that's for sure right and like this is so I think it is like 90% Pokemon company saying if you delay this game well then that delays us getting these cards out because this is how people normally see these pokemon first it's like an anime and in the game so you're delaying the game the anime any movies they want to put out the card game which is like a merch print yeah exactly merch it's like it's because pokemon is not just the game it is like it's like an umbrella so if you delay one thing it's it affects everything so i think they are like no this so I, I'd also like your opinion on it because I, I I made a joke before this game even came out. Pokemon could shit in their hand and offer it to me, and I'd give them seventy dollars. So like, but the question to me is is like, this game feels like there was love in it. This doesn't feel like a rushed piece of crap. It felt like they were really trying to innovate what the Pokemon game could be. It felt like a step forward from Arceus. It in it it. it in the parts where it matters, the battling, the catching, the open worldness, at least to me, it's fine. It's a it's way better than Sword and Shield. Yeah. But my, like my, my, it, like my, there my are like, is, is like there are a lot of like how do we get them to do it? So my my biggest concern right now, honestly, is I don't so the issues that run deep in Scarlet and Violet is I'm not like I hope that it's stuff that can get patched out. I'm worried that it might run deeper than that though. And that we will never get cuz apparently they've never really patched like no a sword and shield no or... major patches, yeah. Exactly. Like, like, never we... any major patches. Exactly. Like, so I had a couple but it was never anything like major. So I'm cons- cuz like the odd time like <sighs> So the, the, there's a reason I don't fight a lot of Pokemon as well is because there is like when I throw a Pokeball, there's like that like second or two of like pause before anything happens, and that adds up over time, right? Like I, I there there are performance issues. There there are. Oh my and, gosh! Anybody who says there's not or there is yeah, well, exactly. It's is lying. It's still fun as hell. Like don't get me wrong. Like we're I'm complaining about it here, but I'm still gonna when we're done. I'm still gonna just pick up Pokemon and go play. Like whatever. It's a lot of fun, but I'm worried that the issues aren't just, like, code level to be able to, like, patch it. They might actually be, like, engine level where they can't really change it. And we might, this might just be, unless there's a big change at Game Freak, which a lot of, like, older Japanese companies with, like, ties to, like, gaming and stuff, they're a lot, they're, like, well known for being like a lot harder to push into like adopting new technologies and like new ways of doing things my concern is that this is like this is what scarlet and violet is going to be unfortunately for them it is going to be remembered as like buggy and how what what have you but i'm hoping that they can like rein it in a little bit even if it means yes keep the open world but because I, I i don't think you can go back from here i think if you go back everybody's gonna pile on it um but maybe you know instead of having like these three branching giant quest lines have two or like one with a bunch of side extra stuff right like i think either they need to change completely or kind of rein it in a little bit so i'm looking right now and okay. apparently Scarlet and Violet is starting off as the second biggest launch by sales. Oh yeah, it's Pokemon it's gonna history. sell sell gangbusters. Like it's gonna sell amazing. 
Which is in my question, my my, my final question for you. Mm -hmm. When Cyberpunk came out, there was uproar. There was PlayStation pulling it from the store. There, it it literally ruined CD Projekt Red. That's not happening here. No, thankfully they have come back from that. Cyberpunk is, I mean, it's still a boring game, personally, but it does, it runs fantastically now, and it's it's a lot different than what it was. But I, 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 that is not happening. You're right, and it won't happen. It definitely. And that's my question to you: is what is the, is it just the love of Pokemon and the fact that it's a fun game, that people are just pushing through it? Is that what you because you, yes, you, you are a you are a game journalist now. So I like, know I'm, which I'm, I'm no, really coming it's... to you to ask you is like wait, what is it just the nostalgia? Is it the cuteness? Is it the fact that this is a fun game? It is, it a, is a fun it is, buggy it is game, a but it's fun because like the the problem is okay. So this is behind a paywall, so whatever. I am looking at potentially starting. Oh, I was actually going to ask you if you wanted to release this to everybody. This is a fun conversation. It's like a Thanksgiving treat, but okay, yeah, no, I no, wanna... I, I will, yes, no, that's perfect. Thank you for stopping me. Then, yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, um, okay, I'm gonna stop <laughs> saying what I was about to say. Yeah, but, but... That's why I brought it up because it's, it's a really good conversation, and I think as like, I would just put it in the notes, like as a Thanksgiving treat to everybody, hear what the patrons only get to hear. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. That, yeah. Um. I. I that's why I, I stopped think, you. Hard like break. for for example, I'm writing the review for this. Yes. Yes. I honestly, I could stop now and be like, okay, I have like the general idea of what you know. I know what it's. I know the shtick. I could write a review if I really wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm gonna see it through to the end because it is. Yes, there's problems and a ridiculous amount of like. I don't know how a game got released, especially specifically (laughs) a, a Pokemon game, but. Have you noticed the Pokemon Center balls spin on top of the buildings? No. Uh, sometimes no. I'll just be sitting there stuck like this. Because it's supposed to like spin perfectly. And sometimes oh, I'll just no. sit there and oh, like... <laughs> like for Dude, me, it's just, like, like one of my biggest problems with Pokemon games, the old ones, I like I love them so much is because they're difficult. There's a like, challenge to it. And the newer yes. ones, if they've gotten more new, they've gotten easier, I felt. Oh, this game this is hard. Like I said, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm literally over grinding. Like, I'm sure when I go to the gyms, it's going to be easier. But these star boss bases, which I'm, I'm loving everything about how it's set up, like they're gonna, they're kicking my ass, and I am loving it. Yeah, like I uh, so I did like the first, I did two gym or no sorry I did a gym a titan and the star base and then we had talked and I was like okay you went east so I'm gonna go or no you went yeah you yeah. went east so I'm gonna go back and I'm, gonna go right now I'm, I'm in the very I'm in the most north right now. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I'm still like off to the east. No, I've I've kind of <laughs> got I've like ping ponged back and forth. I'm back in the east now, but when I went west, that is where you're supposed to go, or like where it's like oh. you're more leveled. So I like I fought the first gym battle. They Pokemon were like level eleven, and I'm like level twenty, and I'm just fucking wiping the floor with them like it's nothing. Yeah, but dude, this game—that's that's the problem. Fun, this, though exactly this game is so fucking broken but it is so much fun it's ridiculously yeah. fun i unfortunately i know that them selling this amount also kind of sets a precedent that hey this is okay when and it's that's not where i'm at with it that's why it's so hard because like they should do better they make so much oh, money absolutely. Like, they have to reformat or like or like here's the thing like if you need more time to produce your mainline there, you, you cannot look me in the face and tell me the chibi animated level of, like, Diamond and Pearl was as hard to make as this. Like, put that out in the interim. Yeah. Like, make your time span longer. Like, it's fine. Like, I will be here. I have been here since I was, like, first grade. Like, I'm, I'm with you for this journey. And, like, I hope my kids are there with me, as you know, in the future. And it's just, like... I don't at the end of the day this game is problematic but it is one of the most fun Pokemon experiences I have had and that is a really hard thing I have been dealing with it's like I see this stuff and it's like man you should be doing better but my god this is fun yeah I don't know if it's me as like a Pokemon addict or or what I think personally what I would love to see with the next release is stick with this formula and just fucking sort your shit out. Yeah. Like stick same form you know, 
I would love for that. Unfortunately, it's not going to be that, but they're going to try and, like, I, 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 what really I would hope... love to see is for them to do, like, silver or gold in this format and let you be able like, to go back and forth and stuff. And, dude, but if they did silver and gold in this format, silver. I would quit my job and, eat and just <laughs> fucking play this game. Like, Can you imagine if it was all open world like that? You just would like, walk through it and, like, to actually take the 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 the, bo- the train or whatever and like yeah or or yeah, walk like, it or it, walk it, it, it and only have mount silver locked off for the Dude. fight red when it was all done if they fucking did that i like I, i'm not joking i would quit my job and just be like all right well and i like, guess have, i'm like, just and like, and, and like you saw the team big team rocket things but like you have to beat a certain amount of like team rocket bases before they're ultimately like, before like their plans and stuff go into action and stuff i don't know i <sighs> The, the thing is, is like there is a lot of good here, and I think, it's like, especially I've been I've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Like, I can be mad, I can be bitter, but like, I'm having fun. This is making life more fun for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it's like it, it is a it is a net positive. So I'm going to focus on the positive. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like you are going to see people complain and bitch and complain, which is honestly like, if you are they're, running, they're allowed to absolutely especially if you are running into the issues that like you can't absolutely. and i absolutely. i know nintendo's refund policy is as soon as if for example if you buy this game digitally and you download it you can't get a refund yeah that's Nintendo's... just like well that, that that is nintendo that's just i mean i yeah, i think their their laws are different in like different places like in the uk and stuff mm-hmm. you have to um but that was a big deal with the joy guns yeah, man, fucking Joy Cons. I just, I hope. I really hope that before the end of the month, which isn't, it it doesn't give them long. I hope they at least address the fact that, like, yes, we're gonna patch this. Has Pokemon come out and said anything about how it looks? No. Oh. Yeah, must be must be great to make money like that. Money goes burr. Oh, dude, you know, like, yeah, it's this is insane. Insane. All right. Well, hopefully, if you're listening to this, this is the kind of conversations we tend to have in the after dark or the after dark, the campfire <laughs> section of our podcast. So, this is our Thanksgiving treat to our listeners. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Um, Let us know what you think of Pokemon. Let us know what you yeah, think of Pokemon. Sure and uh please and our thoughts and your thoughts and what we're talking about and where you fall in all of it and yes yeah that's all we got for this week guys so until next time stay scary